Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Good morning, high achievers. How are you today? It's always an honor and a pleasure to be on the line with you. Thank you for joining us this morning. All right, let's go ahead and continue uh, with our topic. We're continuing our topic of entrepreneur matters, right? And so the last time we were together, we uh, we had three scriptures that we talked from, right? We discovered that in Genesis 2 and 15, where it says the Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it, or dress it and, and keep the garden of Eden, Eden, that was Adam's first job, right? He wasn't an entrepreneur, but that was the first thing that he did when he created Adam was give him work, right? And so as we look at uh, uh, that scripture, we get an understanding as to why God created us to use to use our minds and our hands to subdue the world and to rule over it, right, according to Genesis 1.28. But he gave, he gave Adam a job. And so there is, there is delight, right? There's fulfillment in us working, okay? And so we also looked at Exodus 35 and 5, 35 and 5, where it says, he has filled them with skill, to do every sort of work done by an engraver or by a designer or by an embroiderer in blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linen or by an engraver. And I'm reading the NIV version of this, right? And so here we discover um, okay, now I'm going to mess it up. Bazalo and Ahoalab, and I am really jacking it up again. Anyway, we discovered that they already had the skill, right? But God enabled them to perform a function, right, for him and increased their natural ability, right, to a higher level. He gave them supernatural. Now, these were... Uh, the workmen that actually um, worked in the or or did work in the tabernacle, okay, and so he gave them this supernatural function, right, for them to to work at a higher level than normal, right, and so that's in Exodus thirty five and thirty five, and then we also learned in Luke nineteen thirteen. Uh, where it says, calling 10 of his servants, he gave them 10 pounds and said to them, engage in business until I come, right? And basically, um, this was, again, talking about as Jesus drew nearer to Jerusalem, those with him became excited, right? Thinking he was about to establish a world-conquering kingdom. But Jesus corrected them, corrected their misunderstanding by telling them this parable, uh, and which it actually started with uh, Luke 19:11, and the, the parable uh, 
in this parable, he says that he was like a man who was entitled to a kingdom, but who had first to go to the seat of power in a distant country to have his kingdom confirmed, right, after which he would return to claim it. And before he left for this distant uh, country, he gave them an equal amount of money to each of them of the ten trusted servants who were who were to use it to promote their master's interests during his absence, right? The meaning was that Jesus would soon leave the world, but he gave to each of his servants the task of, of living for him in such a way that his kingdom would continue to grow. And so that when he returned, he examined their work and rewarded each according to their diligence. And if the servant used his master's money profitably, he was rewarded. But if he was lazy and suffered loss, the master did, uh, it, it was, you know, the opposite effect, right? The master did not expect all of the servants to be equally successful, but what he does not accept are excuses for laziness. I would encourage you all to go and read those scriptures and see what God is telling you out of those scriptures, right? And I'm just going to repeat those three scriptures one more time, Genesis 2.15, Exodus 35.35, and then Luke 19.13, okay? I wanted to just give just a quick recap of that because I myself have to, you know, continue to go back and read and, and see what is God, you know, saying to me, and am I explaining it in a way or delivering it in a way that's helpful to others that's listening to the call, right? And so um, so let's continue. So many entrepreneurs start their businesses for many reasons, right? Financial independence, time freedom, care for their families, give to the needy. You know, they may have a charitable organization. They may have, you know, some mission, um, that they, you know, want to be a part of, a mission, something that really is driving them, right? Leaving a legacy for their children and their grandchildren. Everyone has their own reason and motivation for embark embarking upon these entrepreneurial journeys, right? And when the motivation is honorable and the business is honorable, right, God delights in blessing it. Right when we seek to honor him in everything that we do. Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to be a smooth ride, right? We talk about this, these entrepreneurial, um, you know, the journey, you know, the ups and downs, you know, the, the highs and the lows, right? And there's going to be, a, you know, a lot of op opposition. In fact, if it's too smooth and there are no challenges, you might just want to check you know, check who you're working for, right? Uh, when an entrepreneur's motive is selfish or sin-based, the business will not enjoy uh, God's blessing, right? And perhaps become a, a hindrance to God's best plan for their lives, right? So I want to um, go over some scriptures kind of, you know, in line with what I just uh, shared. So one scripture uh, that I found, Proverbs 22 and 16, which says, he that oppresses the poor to increase his riches and he that giveth to the rich 
shall surely come to want. Another version of that says, whoever oppresses the poor to increase his own wealth or gives to the rich will only come to poverty, right? And that word oppress is 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 it, it means holding down, keeping down, right? Rule with a rod uh, of iron. Rule with a with with a with an iron hand. Trample on, trample over. You know, underfoot. Bring someone to their knees, right? Walk all over. That's what oppression. Now, and and I don't know if you've ever experienced going somewhere and feeling. A, the, the spirit of oppression, that's what it feels like. It feels like you're being kept down, and and it's like you're never going to be able, you know, to get out, right? But what God says is he says, he that oppresses the poor to increase his riches, and he that giveth to the rich shall surely come to want, right? And what that means is, well, let me just give you kind of an example. If you are, you know, say you are an employer, right, and you are defrauding them, your your employees, you know, from their wages. You're not you're not paying them fairly, right? You are um, keeping back their their wages, right? Or you are causing distress on them, right? But you're doing this, and, and and you are making your money on the backs of others, right? And you are doing you're doing it in injustice, right? And so you're taking advantage of of the poor in that instance to build your wealth, right? God and men will take you down to poverty, right? If you reward the rich for the same greedy stuff you will also end up destitute. God expects you to be merciful. He expects you to be kind to those who are less fortunate, especially to the poor, to the needy, like widows and, and children. And a lot of times, this you all you have to do is look at what's go, some of the things that's going on right now, right? Or and and some of the history, you know, even of the of this country, right? And so when you think about that, don't sit around thinking, you know, too long <laughs> about whether um, whether the people will pay for their um, their decisions that they have made in in terms of that, because God will take care of it, right? But we as believers are supposed to honor God in what we do in our businesses, right? And we are the ones that's supposed to set the standards, right? And so another scripture that I found, uh, Leviticus 19 and 13 says, you shall not oppress your neighbor or rob him. The wages of a hired worker shall not remain with you all night until the morning. In other words, you pay them would you supposed to pay them? Okay, uh, those who commit fraud or or who oppress others may seem like they have a measure of success for a time, right? But eventually, they will be exposed 
and there are consequences for their dishonesty. A man who oppresses a lowly or poor individual to make gain or to acquire possessions for themselves and the one who gives to the rich to obtain advantages for himself will in time experience lack. Jeremiah 22 and 13 says, Woe to him who builds his house by unrighteousness and his upper rooms by injustice, who makes his neighbor serve him for nothing and does not give him wages. Psalms 112 and 5 says, It is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. Now, and here's the thing. Knowing what the scriptures has to say about your dealings in your business, right, and, and your uh, dealings with whether it's employees, whether it's contractors, whether it's staff, you know, whatever that is, the scripture has something to say about that. And so we have no reason to believe that we are, you know, that, that we have no reason to be ignorant, right? That, that's my point. Because the scripture has something to say about all of this stuff. And one of the reasons I really wanted to do this series is, is to make sure that we understand that there's, there's really no reason for us to feel like we don't have a place to go to find the answers, right? The answers are there in the scriptures, it is there to help us to make the best decisions related to our business and how we are to work and how we are to deal and treat employees, staff members, and that's what we're talking about in this case, and not just, you know, staff members, but, um, you know, how we are to deal with the poor because God, it, it says there will always be poor people, right, but they're also is is there there's also instructions in terms of how we are supposed to deal with that right he equips us with his word he equips us with principles he equips us with knowledge and we are to exercise exercise that knowledge and the wisdom you know in a way um that to to honor god okay right we're supposed to honor god in terms of all that we do and so if we're wondering if there is uh, something in the scripture in terms of how we are to deal with these things, you don't have to wonder anymore because it's right there. All right? All right. In conclusion, I wanted to end with this um, quote by Napoleon Hill. It says, if you cannot do great things, do small things in a great way. All right. I hope today's wisdom has inspired you, and I'm always curious as to whether or not there was anything that resonated with you. If so, feel free to share. Using the hashtag Wisdom Inspired Success Call, hashtag Entrepreneur Matters. Also, as Coach Dorothy said, you can go to wisdominspired.net to subscribe, find all the platforms where um, there are replays of all of our podcast. 
right? You can go, subscribe, leave us a review. And if you'd like to know more about our virtual co-working and collaborating community and how you can benefit from the resources and transformational coaching, send us an email to hello at aaccoworking.com. With that said, meet us back on the line next time, same time, same place, same station, with more Wisdom Inspired. Have a wildly productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.